vice president in uh, in charge of policy in Ukraine and your son's job in Ukraine. How is that not a conflict of interest? It's not a conflict of interest. There's been no indication of any conflict of interest from but Ukraine or anywhere else. Period. I'm not going to. I'm not going to respond to that. Let's focus on the problem. Focus on this man, what he's doing that no president has ever done. No president. And I can get things done. That's why I'm running. And you want to check my shape on? Let's do push-ups together, man. Let's do. Let's run. Let's do whatever you want to do. No one has said my son has done anything wrong, and I did not on any occasion. And no one has ever said it. Not I didn't once. say you were doing anything wrong. I you said, said I set up my son to work in an oil company. Isn't that what you said? I Get your work straight, Jack. That's what I hear on the on MSNBC. You don't hear that in MSNBC. You did not hear that. No evidence of illegal wrongdoing has been found against either one. I want to get to the heart of it. Did you and your father ever discuss Ukraine? No. As I said, the only time was after a news account. It wasn't a discussion in any way. There's no but to this. No, we never did. Your dad said, I hope you know what you're doing. I hope you know what you're doing. I do. And I said, I do. And that was literally... Do you think it was wrong for him to take that position? No. Knowing that it was really because that company wanted access to you. Well, that's not true. You're saying things you do not know what you're talking about. No one said that. Who said that? Who said that? that? Look, Biden and his son are stone-cold crooked, and you know it. His son walks out with millions of dollars. The kid knows nothing. You know it, and so do we. What's going on, everybody? It's Kyle Dockery with the Dockery Docket. We are here with our very 46th episode of the Dockery Docket. I'm excited to be here, and I hope that you are excited to be here as well. So it seems to me that 2020 has become crazier and crazier, as on Wednesday, a new story was released by the New York Post, which talked about emails that were released showing that Joe Biden met with his son, Hunter Biden's boss, who was a businessman in Ukraine. This is a very, very huge story, as this would mean that Joe Biden had lied multiple times when he said that he never met or had anything to do with Hunter Biden or his business dealings. As one of the emails says, Dear Hunter, thank you for inviting me to D.C. and giving me an opportunity to meet your father and spend some time together. It's really an honor and pleasure. This means that there is a possibility that Joe Biden could have been right in the mix of all of this. Joe Biden could have been in the mix of Hunter Biden going to Ukraine and getting money from Ukraine in a very shady way by working with an energy company when he had absolutely no experience in energy. The man didn't even speak Ukrainian, which all of this stuff we will definitely dive into in this episode. But before that, let's talk about how we actually got these emails in the first place. So to start this story, we need to go back to April 2019 as Hunter Biden accidentally spilled water on his MacBook Pro and decided that he had to get it fixed as it had important information on it. So he took it to a local repair shop 
where he dropped it off but never paid for the services, and the store owner tried to contact the owner multiple times with no success. So there is some policy with computer stores that when someone doesn't come back for their computer, that information belongs to the store owner. So this computer guy, this computer employee, now had the privilege to look into the hard drive as technically, technically, the computer was his. And there's also a possibility that he was looking into the hard drive to maybe see whose computer it might have been. Maybe he could have gotten more information on who owned it so then he could give it back to the person. So when the computer man looked into the computer, he was amazed by what he saw as there was a 12-minute video that appeared to show Hunter Biden, who's admitted struggling with addiction problems, smoking crack while engaging in a sexual act with an unidentified woman as well as numerous other sexual explicit images, along with loads of emails talking about Hunter Biden and his dealings in Ukraine. So this was a lot of very sensitive information. And when the computer man opened up this hard drive, it was right around the time when Donald Trump was being impeached. So the computer guy made a copy of the hard drive, and gave it to the FBI. Along with that, he also made a copy and gave it to Rudy Giuliani, who was investigating Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and their dealings in Ukraine. Many people believe that it was Rudy Giuliani who gave this hard drive to the New York Post, who then made an article about the emails and about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and how there is possible corruption in this Ukrainian case. Now, still thinking back a little bit, of course some of you may know the reason that Donald Trump was impeached. It was over a phone call that he had with the leader of Ukraine, and according to the Democrats, he was pressuring them into investigating the Bidens. However, there was no pressure and there was no money offered to do the investigation, a.k.a quid pro quo. What Trump said in the phone call was, there's a lot of talk about Biden's son, that Biden stopped the prosecution and a lot of people want to find out about that. So whatever you can do with the attorney general would be great. Biden went around bragging that he stopped the prosecution. So if you can look into it, it sounds horrible to me. Now there is actual video evidence of what Trump is talking about. As less than eight months after the email that we talked about at the very beginning, thanking Hunter Biden for introducing him to his dad, the then vice president admittedly pressured Ukrainian president Pedro Porzynski and the prime minister of Ukraine into getting rid of a prosecutor named General Viktor Shogun by threatening to withhold a $1 billion U.S. loan guarantee during a December 2015 trip to Kiev. So I have the video actually with me right here, and so probably once you start hearing this video, you'll probably remember it because it was all over the news. So here's that clip. Um, I remember going over convincing our team, our <coughs> others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, right, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to the press conference. Said, "No, nah, I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> Got fired, and they put in place someone who was solid. 
So that is the video of Joe Biden trying to pressure Ukraine into firing a prosecutor. And it was reported that before Shokin was fired, he made specific plans to investigate Burisma. That included interrogations and other criminal investigation proceedings into all members of the executive board, including Hunter Biden. And now it was reported and I believe also stated by Joe Biden that Joe Biden wanted to get rid of this prosecutor because he thought that Victor Shogun was corrupt. However, because we have these emails, we see that Joe Biden met with the top leader of the Burisma firm and we know that the leader of Burisma attempted to get Hunter Biden to use his political leverage to help the company. This could have meant that when there was an attack on the company, Joe Biden stepped in and got rid of the prosecutor to help his son and his son's business. This was the political leverage that they needed, along with the fact that they were making money by using the name of Biden. And they could be as corrupt as they wanted, as Joe Biden could just step in and help them out. This, of course, is all speculation on my part, but to me, honestly, it seems extremely very shady. Of course, the Joe Biden campaign has come out and claimed that all of this is 100% untrue, even though the Post has pictures of Hunter Biden from the computer. I mean, how else would you get those pictures if it wasn't Hunter Biden's hard drive? And of course, just like everything else that we've experienced in the last three years, whenever something like this comes out, we must blame Russia, as both the media and Joe Biden have blamed Russia for leaking this information out to the New York Post, who then posted the story about it. However, something very interesting was happening behind the scenes on social media, as both Facebook and Twitter decided to ban this story. So I went on Twitter and pasted the link to this very story, and this message came up. As it read, your tweet cannot be sent because the link has been identified by Twitter or our partners as being potentially harmful. So my question for both Twitter and Facebook is, what if the story was actually true? And Twitter and Facebook are working together to shut down a story to protect Joe Biden and his son. And the media is working overtime to stop the spread of these stories. The White House press secretary, Kaylee McEnany, was blocked on Twitter for posting this story for apparently spreading hacked information. Honestly, she probably posted it just because it was a big story. Not because she was trying to spread false information, but Twitter banned her anyway. This is some shady, shady stuff and the New York Post is attacking back. They released an article titled if unreliable is the issue why did social media never block anti-Trump stories. In this article they point out some of the hypocrisy that the media has had when it comes to banning stories about Joe Biden while there are stories about Donald Trump that have false information and still were not Banned. The New York Post also talked about how they obtained the information, that it was not misinformation like Twitter and Facebook claimed. As they said, the story explained exactly how the Post got the material and the supporting evidence. So the idea of Facebook and Twitter banning these stories because of false information is not correct. The article then goes on to explain how the past four years have seen left of center devote millions of columns to anti-Trump stories that turned out to be utter bunk. Yet neither Facebook 
nor Twitter took similar action as a part of their standard process. One of the most famous of these articles that had a lot of misinformation about Donald Trump was the now-debunked Christopher Steele dossier. This dossier famously claimed that Trump, a huge dermaphobe, went to Russia and hired prostitutes to pee on the bed that Barack Obama and Michelle Obama slept on a year ago. Seriously, this had some crazy stuff in it, but the media continued to run with it. Never, ever was it banned by Facebook or Twitter for spreading false information or, hey, we need to take this down because we need to fact check it. No, they just kept it up. Also, there is the case of where some parts of Donald Trump's tax returns were leaked to the press. Wouldn't this classify as harmful material to the Trump administration? Apparently not, as they were actually read by Rachel Maddow on live TV. Just recently, there was a story where Donald Trump said that military people were losers and suckers. This was debunked multiple times by multiple people, but still, they ran with it. And it wasn't debunked by Facebook or Twitter for spreading false information. Now, I believe that I could make a entire episode talking about all of the false and misinformation that the media has pushed about Donald Trump and how Facebook hasn't deleted it or Twitter hasn't deleted it. But I honestly think that that episode would be 45 minutes long because there's so much misinformation about Donald Trump. And the sad thing about it is, is that I can 100% guarantee that if they got the computer of Donald Trump Jr. and let's say the Washington Post wrote an article talking about how there are emails between Donald Trump Jr. and Donald Trump about Russia and different finances, even if it wasn't true, the media would still run with it and demand that Donald Trump give an answer for it. And this is another problem with all this, as the media will never ask Joe Biden about these emails. The media will assume that they're fake and just dump them in the garbage. And if Joe Biden is ever asked about it, he will either lie about it or say that all of this is just Russia and it's Donald Trump's fault, which is what he's been doing this entire campaign. And to be honest, this is honestly what we have seen throughout this entire campaign, as the media is protecting Joe Biden and attacking Donald Trump every single chance that they get. Do you not believe me? Well, according to Axios, Biden has answered 365 questions, compared to Donald Trump who has answered 753 questions. The media has been obsessed with Donald Trump, and they follow his every move, and when he messes up, they call him out on it. Joe Biden, on the other hand, is able to say what he wants. If you don't vote for him, then you aren't black. And the media is like, oh, that's old Joe for ya. He's just a nice guy. Seriously, it drives me crazy how much Joe Biden can get away with. As the media continues over and over and over again not to ask him hard questions. According to that same Axios article, Biden has gotten off very easily on such cases as Medicare for All, police funding, Pentagon spending, fracking, reparations for African Americans, the Green New Deal, and his support for the 1994 crime bill. The media should press him, but they don't, and we all know what side they are on. As this week, the media once again tried to ask Joe Biden about his idea of packing the courts. And he refused to answer, once again, saying that if he answered, it would be all over the newspapers. And we wouldn't be able to focus on the real issues. And that he won't give his opinion on packing the courts until after the election. 
And now this is a huge claim that we will find out after the election if the Democrats are going to completely destroy the judicial branch by packing the courts with Democrats. Speaking of the Supreme Court, as some of you may know, Amy Coney Barrett has been trying to get confirmed and the Democrats have grilled her on different issues. Let's imagine for a second that a Democrat asked Amy Comey Barrett about abortion or something like that, and she says, I don't want to answer that question. You just have to wait until after I get put on the bench to find out how I feel about that. The Democrats would flip a lid and say that the court is trying to get rid of Roe v. Wade and take away a woman's human rights and that we're living in the handmaid's tale or whatever. But this isn't the point. The point is that Joe Biden should have to answer these questions because it would have been unacceptable for any other politician to not answer these sort of questions. All of these things have led to a very, very bad week for old Joe Biden, as we have found out so much about him just in this week. We found out that he is a crooked politician that used his son to make his family rich. He also won't answer tough questions that need to be answered by someone who wants to be the leader of the free world. And we also learned that the media is behind Joe Biden 100%. The proof is out there, and it cannot be denied. To me, this is very, very scary stuff. And it makes me wonder what other stories are they going to try and hide to help protect Joe Biden. We already know that this hard drive is still out there. There could be more emails. There could be more text messages about different businesses, different countries that were involved, and different people that were involved in this shady stuff as well. The hard drive is like a leaky faucet. It's just going to keep on dripping and dripping and dripping until the election comes. This means that we will find out more information about Hunter Biden. We'll find more information about Joe Biden. We'll find out more information in the future. And I think that this will be a very, very big talking point for Trump. And I hope that Trump will be able to try and get the answers of these different things out of Joe Biden. We know that we are in October which is usually when we start to see crazy stories, a.k.a. October surprises, that the candidates have to defend. This, to me, was Trump's attempt at an October surprise. Finally, all the information that the media was claiming was false, and a huge big old conspiracy theory has come out to be true. In the emails from Hunter Biden, and the media silences and blocks people from sharing it. It is disappointing and hopefully people start to realize that the media and the left-wing establishment are trying to silence your voice. And we cannot let that happen. And we must remember to speak out about these different situations. And to continue to stand up for what you believe in, even if Facebook or Twitter bans you. As I already said, I am sure that this story will continue to make headlines, and if it does, I will make sure to be here to make another Dockery Docket about the Hunter Biden and Joe Biden fiasco that's going on. Also, we have breaking news. There will be another debate, as it will be on next Thursday the 22nd of October, which is very, very exciting because I thought we weren't going to do another debate review video, but there will at least be one more debate review videos. I know that a lot of you like those videos and I really, really enjoy making them. So make sure that you are on the lookout for that by subscribing to the channel and also hitting the bell notification so you never miss one of my videos. And until next time, like my mom always says, be good, be kind, be loving, goodbye.